IFAF, Idaho Falls Weekly Informal Infotainment, with Mike Nelson and Carly Morgan. Last week we talked about teenage summer mischief movies. This week it's summer songs. Also, is it Halloween already? Summer, summer, summer. No, it's not. It is. So, no, it's not. (laughs) So why are there Halloween stores open already? (laughs) We also review our thoughts on last week events and events to come. So there was this post in Life in Idaho Falls uh-huh. that was like, hey, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm doom scrolling at this point, trying to find it and can't. But it was like, hey, did anybody hear that loud bang tonight? What was that? That's or, so descriptive. <laughs> right? A loud bang. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I was thinking there would be helpful comments. There were none. Mm-hmm. So internet, you have once again not disappointed me. There was all sorts of, you know, your mom jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, of course. That makes sense. I mean, everyone on Facebook is either a 12-year-old boy or a, tw- or a like, 70-year-old granny, you know? And, and even if you're not, you sort of have permission to be these days. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I think it, it all, in my mind, well, it all started in bullet, on bulletin boards in the 90s. But uh, in the modern age, I think it started with, uh, do you remember the Amazon comments? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like for the, uh, the free sugar-free wolves gummy bears. With the sugar-free gummy bears is a great mm-hmm. one. That's the one that always comes to mind when I think about it. <laughs> the three, the shirt with the three wolves howling at the moon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you should get these. Since you work at the wolf, <laughs> 96.1 and 102.1 the wolf, <laughs> what's your positioning statement? Something about country music, I'm sure. Uh, country's best. Country's best. Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, positioning statement. There's a $5 industry <laughs> yeah. term. Yeah, there's a little bit of jargon for you. Yeah. What's your branding on that? <laughs> um, yeah. You should, so smartasses have always existed, period, and also on the internet. Mm-hmm. And so to see that was really great. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. You know, when I first got the job at the Wolf, I actually sent a picture of that shirt to my cousin. <laughs> and I was like, hey, this is my new uniform. Mm. I thought I was really funny and cheeky. I think she thought I was serious, though. And I, <laughs> you have to wear that really for work, seriously. <laughs> Is that like pieces of flair at one of those shenanigans restaurants, Bennigan's? Oh, funny, funny. Chili's, Applebee's, whatever mm-hmm. those, yeah, whatever Office Space was making fun of. Speaking of Facebook, have you noticed, especially in the Facebook groups? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the admins are doing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know your job is hard. I wouldn't want it. Um, but uh, there's a lot of these slipping through. Hey, um, I need, and it's always, by the way, a foreign sounding name, mm. foreigners. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm fascist. I'm simply describing the post, but it's always, you know, Amit Jihad or whatever. I don't know what their That's last name is. That's quite the name, isn't it? <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, Hey, I'm giving away free blank comment. Comment done when you want the and and then and then okay, the people to be fair, do it. I think more often it's like a Russian sounding name, like Katerina Slovenina. <laughs> Man, we are both oh, I know really. Her. <laughs> we're so good at coming up with fake foreign names, aren't we? <laughs> we're so good at coming up with bad fake sounding names. Have you ever seen? Okay, <clears throat> there is a there's some sort of I think it's a baseball game. It was made by the Japanese, of course, because of course it was. I think it was Nintendo. Uh-huh. And they tried to come up with American-sounding baseball players. Oh, really? The You know what? It's worth looking up. Hang on. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and it reminds me of that one skit you showed me, too. Um, I think it's by Key and Peele, right? And it's like the all the crazy East versus West, yeah. players. <laughs> yeah. And then there's uh, 
John Smith from BYUI. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> one of my favorite bits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Xmas Jackson Flax and Waxen. There's literally one that's just uh, dolphin sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it sounds like SpongeBob swearing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, I'm just typing. Okay, Japanese video game baseball names. Here we go. Ray McSriff. Oh. Sleeve McDykel. Sleeve? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Steve, but with an L instead of a T. That's Willie funny. Dustus. Scott Derdu. I mean, some Mike of those Cernandez. could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of those could be so it's a actual name, names, though. It's a name that sounds like... Um, and, and I get it. These, these people are from India. They're from a non-English speaking country. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, and you can always tell in the post, you know, mm-hmm. looking for full-time drivers of Pepsi. I think right. was one that I saw. Mm-hmm. Comment done if interested. And then, of course, they comment on their own post to, I don't know, give themselves some karma. But I'm amazed at the people who still comment on that. Right. You, it's basically like the, it's a sort of phishing scam where, okay, well, now they know you have an active account. Yeah. And then they're going to DM you and ask for your phone number or however they do it to get a control of your account or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm also surprised while we're at it. At the number of people who continue to post the thing about Facebook, where either you have two choices. One, they're going to start charging, or two, they're going to take all your personal information and broadcast it in Times Square on huge, giant video billboards. <laughs> First of all, no one cares. No one cares no. about your 4th of July pictures, No, and this includes me. No one cares about your vacation pictures, mm-hmm. and uh, very few people care about your um, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Immediate <Sorry>. family. <laughs> Do, you know, it's so weird, though, because now I have friends who have, like, full-grown kids and stuff. Uh-huh. And, I'll like, I don't know if you remember last time we went to um, Bat Night, I saw this kid there, and I was like, are you so-and-so's daughter? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, your mom posts you a lot on Facebook. Oh, I've done that twice now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> twice where it's like, oh, hey, you don't know me, but you're so-and-so's kid, aren't you? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay, I see you. I feel like I've watched you grow up. Right. It's, it's the so funny because back in the day, you'd have to like go to church with them or something. Right. And now we can be, you know, heathens and just watch it on the internet. Yeah, exactly. And we can do everything on the internet now. That's Every- kind of a- everything. <laughs> but but the whole, um, I do not give Facebook permission to blank. Oh yeah, like I don't consent to Facebook using my data for X Y Z. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's always, you know, I, I'm gonna we're gonna do the demo. Teenage boys cause mischief. And shoot mm-hmm. out car windows. Oh, yeah. And it's always grandmas. <laughs> it's always 55, 60-plus grandmas who post this. I do not give Facebook permission to blank. Uh, you already have. Right. You don't sign up for a platform, agree to their terms of service, and then say, hey, uh, by the way, these terms of service not happening, with not with me anyway. Right. You don't use right. their platform well, to, to say, I do not accept these this company's terms of service. That's not how it works. Okay, but also nobody reads the terms of service, so. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't read it, did you, did, like, did you actually agree to it? Did it actually happen? But if you were the Facebook <laughs> warrior who does research by mm-hmm. seeing a friend's post, panicking, pressing and holding, copying and pasting to your own profile, and you don't stop for a second to just Google it, Right. You're part of the problem. Yeah. You are spreading the disease you know, of it's ignorance. Like, <laughs> it's like people who used to do those chain emails, like uh, uh, Soraya is going to be standing at the foot of your bed if you don't forward this to 15 people. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, okay. All right. And now we're in new territory. Yeah. Like, 
But no, even if I see a worthy bro post a worthy cause and then just say, let me see if there's just one person on my friends list who will repost this and shit. I don't. Oh, I'm I so, hate that stuff. I don't do cha- I don't care it, what well, cause it's and for. And it just feels so manipulative. You know, it's like, right. you know what? I would have done it until you said, hey, you need to do this. Now, is this a you double know? standard? Because remember, like, it, throughout the years, there have been, like, apps. Like, do you remember the old face app? Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah. Let me see what I look old. Right. And then come to find out it's a Russian company that has created the app mm-hmm. that has probably already stolen all your information. I mean, well, and nowadays everything's, uh, you know, face activated or... Right. Yeah. 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 It's always a face pass. Right. So <laughs> I, I guess that's a huge, terrible double standard, but... I'll jump on some band bandwagons, but they've got to be fun. I'm not going right. to mindlessly copy and paste your status that you <laughs> mindlessly copied from somebody else. I'm just not. I, the, the buck stops here is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So I will say with like the <sighs> filters and stuff uh-huh. that everyone go like there's always a weird filter trend for yeah. a second where it's like, I think right now it's like, see yourself as a Barbie, <laughs> you know? And I'm always intrigued by them. Like I want to do them, but then I'm like, Meh, first off, that's too much work. You know, I don't want to find out where it is. I don't want to try to download it and make it happen. That's not, it's too much work. Yeah. But also, yeah. I got to look always... for the watermark in the corner of your picture yeah. to find out where you got it. Well, and it, honestly, every time I see one of those, I'm like, this is a scam. Like some, <laughs> someone is using this to get me to do something. Right. What yeah. exactly am I giving away? Yeah. But then I'm not going to read the terms of service. I'm going to oh, no. open the app, do it twice. Oh, yeah. The AI faces. Some people are still doing that. Yeah. Yeah. See, that one kind of freaked me out just in general. And also, they always made people look way more attractive than they actually were. Yeah. And I was kind of like, ooh, I don't want to see that because then I'm going to feel bad about myself. Well, it's the, whole, it's the whole philosophy of under-promise and over-deliver. In real estate, I am shocked, I tell you, shocked mm-hmm. by the number of agents who have 20-year-old headshots on their business cards. Oh, I know. So what happens? You go to meet them and go, there's that uncanny valley moment where you go to shake their hand and go, is this the same person? Right. I think it is. You had hair in the other one, but no hair here. <laughs> Right. You know, are you, next are you going to tell me it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage? Well, and you know, I know people are so worried about their data and stuff, but Facebook already has all of that. And right. I know that because of their ads. Yeah. Okay? The entire time I was trying to avoid Barbie spoilers, guess what ads I got? That's... Nothing but Barbie. They knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even type it in. Like, I wasn't looking for anything because I didn't want any spoilers. So I didn't put any information in my phone, but somehow they knew, you know? But that's the thing about Facebook. They... um. They already have all your data anyway, so it doesn't really matter what you do. And also, they're using that specifically for ads. And that's why, I mean, every ad I've gotten, I've been like, okay, that sounds kind of (laughs) good. When Facebook was, when it first said, hey, do you want to activate your camera and your microphone? Because in order to go live, you have to do that. Mm -hmm. In order to, I don't know, sometimes shoot a reel, you have to do that. And I thought, yeah, no problem, sure. What I didn't realize is... I just let Facebook have access to my camera and my app, mm-hmm. meaning when the app's not even open and I'm having a converse, a private conversation with somebody about something, mm-hmm. really? So that is scary. But back to the Barbie ads for a minute. Mm-hmm. Do you know that Mattel is releasing an official weird Barbie? I saw that. Look at her. And she looks amazing. She looks <laughs> she just looks like so Kate good. McKinnon. <laughs> Who killed it? You know, I sort of want to see the weird Barbie version of weird Barbie. Like when that weird Barbie gets played with too rough and becomes mm-hmm. weird Barbie. You know what I mean? And I, oh, and I, and I, I want everybody to remember this because sometimes I forget about thrift stores. St. Vincent de Paul in Idaho Falls, they're at the corner of what, Homes and Eighth Fish? Yes. 
somewhere around there, seventh. Yeah, um, one, of, one of those. Ninth, I guess that'd be ninth. They're uh, like farther away. They're where um, they're right next to where uh, Fiesta Olay used to be next to the Civic. Did there used to be a Fiesta Olay? There Olay? did. My dad took me there all the time. Yeah. I graduated <laughs> IF. You'd think I would know that. You'd think. So they were having a fifty percent off sale on Barbies this week. Oh, so really? don't forget about thrift stores when there's hot trends like this. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is we could go buy our own Barbie at a thrift store for half off and make her make our own weird, weird Barbie. Barbie. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I love Barbies. I mean, my cousin and I would play with them all the time as kids. So they've got a really special place in my heart. And the getting... one you killed the spider for in the last episode? Yes, that the cousin? same cousin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, she had so many Barbies. Like, she had at least, if I was guessing, two or three hundred Barbies. She had a small army of Barbies. That's she had a barmy a barmy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? Okay, and now and now the memes are coming up. There was there was a Barbie with a pink background, of course, holding a roast beef sandwich where the roast beef was pink, and it said Barbies. Oh, Only, that's funny! It was just the B in front of Barbies. That's hilarious. Actually, I love that. The, the, they're just. They're... I did. I would eat at Barbies. I eat at Barbies. Yeah. I don't know about the pink roast beef. <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I'd try anything once. I tried the Impossible Whopper when it came out. You know, uh, in some countries they have like Barbie themed foods that, that they don't have here. Yeah. Like, um, I think it's in India. Like how Japan has the best Kit Kats. They have crazy uh, yes. green tea flavored Kit Kats. Which I want to try so bad, by the way. Yeah. But like in some country, I think it's India. They actually have a Barbie Burger King burger that has like pink sauce on it. No. I think it's like dragon fruit sauce. I don't really know, but it looks really good. And I'm so mad because they brought the Spider-Man burger here that had the red bun, but they didn't do the Barbie burger. Are you kidding? That's like the summer movie. That's made more mo- more Mooney, <laughs> more money than like anything else this year. Well, and the weirdest thing happens happened to us in California before the Barbie movie came out. We saw that Starbucks had this Barbie Frappuccino or something. Yes, and I even showed... So I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. We were both giving away our location. (laughs) I'm at Disneyland. I know. I showed you the the ad, though, and I said, doesn't that look so good? Yeah, and and then I saw it because our phones are listening to each other. Right. How have we just accepted this? Anyway. It's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We're like, okay, so when we get back to uh, civilization... Mm Mm-hmm. Here in Idaho, um, we oh, go. No, to... It wasn't even there. It was in Nevada. Oh, so we couldn't even we couldn't even wait. To, yeah, we go to a Starbucks in Nevada yeah. and say we want this, and they're like, "The hell are you talking about?" That's, yeah, that's I not went a up thing. and I said, "Hey, I want the Barbie frap," and they're like, "What do you mean? What's that?" And I was like, yeah, "I saw an ad like the Barbie frappuccino. Is it like the unicorn one that where they send you a special powder that you mix? Like what? You know." No, they had no idea. It, and then and I, it disappeared from all feeds and all. it was never seen from again. Right. Like that island on Google Maps <laughs> that is sometimes there and sometimes not. Look it up. Funny. But anyway, um, I even looked up the ingredients in a Barbie frap according to the internet. Uh-huh. And one of the things in it is their raspberry syrup, which they no longer serve. Did you say syrup? I, I tried to say syrup, but my tongue kind of got caught in my retainer. No, I think syrup is fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> syrup. Yeah. Syrup. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Serple. <laughs> if you want to Roger Miller it, two people will get that reference. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so one of the ingredients was discontinued. So even though I knew what was in it, they couldn't make it for me anyway. 
And I was just so disappointed. Yeah. And not only that, they didn't have my usual drink either. They'd, they'd run out of that. And honestly, the barista took such pity on me. In all fairness, this was Barstow, California. Yeah. It a was place like that. you never want to go to. <laughs> right. Tis a dark place. <laughs> but yeah. But honestly, that barista, I could ju- I could just see her like empathizing with me because I was so bummed. I was like, oh, you don't have that? Oh, can I just get my usual then? Oh, you don't have that? And she finally was like, you know what, kid, it's on the house. She witnessed it as your countenance continued to drop. Oh, I was so bummed. But you, you got it for free? Yeah, she you gave it to me oh, for free. That's great. She gave me my drink and a uh, cake pop, too. Did she give? Oh, I was gonna say, did she give you a pup cup? But we did not have your Rango with us. No, he was at home. Rango is mm. uh, the cutest, most annoying Chihuahua in the world, <laughs> and <laughs> such a sweet, special boy. And we though. did. We we went to Baskin Robbins the other day. I've been on an ice cream kick lately. Oh, I know. <laughs> Can you tell? That's how I get that thick um, barrel? barrel stomach. Yeah, <laughs> apple barrel, whiskey barrel, whatever, cracker barrel, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, but they did a pup cup and only they gave Rango oh, they a, gave him so much. way too generous helping. Yeah. Yeah. Like that much cream and sugar would uh, kill a dude his size. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Or <laughs> no. just send him into shock. And I, and I only let him have about half of it, which was, you know, more than enough, but he went nuts on that thing. He looked like Scarface, <laughs> Scarface by the end of it. While we're still on Facebook and Facebook ads, I got the ad for the customizable Oreos. Have you seen these? Yes, I have actually. And I went to custom. So I'm thought, oh, we got a brand new show. Let's let's get the uh, let's get the Oreos to yeah. match. So first, you customize. Uh, if you click the ad, it takes you into a window. And first, you customize the sprinkles. Mm-hmm. I did pink and blue, since our logo is pink and blue. Yeah, it's also pink and blue and purple. But the purple sprinkles sort of overwhelm the whole mix. There's, you know, in any recipe, there's a point of diminishing return. There's a point where anything you add won't add to the recipe. It'll detract from the recipe. It jumps the shark. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got rid of the purple sprinkles, just pink and blue. And then you can choose white chocolate dipped or milk chocolate dipped. Always white. Well, especially I love since... white chocolate. Ugh. You and I are different there. <laughs> Um, but we are, we're, we're like the same person, but we have enough differences to keep it interesting. Yeah. All right. I agree. I think is what we concluded. And, um, so you, so especially go with white since you can then add a photo. Oh yeah. In our case, a photo. Kind of like a Baskin Robbins cake. Yeah. In our case, a photo of the logo. Mm -hmm. And so I got all the way down to discovering that the minimum that you can get on these customizable Oreos is four. And I think it's like 20, 25 bucks and then shipping. <clears throat> but I was willing to do it, except once I hit, um, once I hit, go ahead and buy this thing, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, hey, in your area, the hot temperatures, it's not a good idea to ship these ground. So we have to ship them to you express. So it's another 25 bucks. Which is insane. And I'm like, you know for what? Oreos? I'll just wait till for four Oreos. Yeah. I'll wait till fall. I'm still going right. to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm still going to send it. Yeah. Um, but You know, at that point, though, I wonder if it's more cost effective to do more Oreos. Yeah, I think to you can do get Oreos, up to like... one might even say. <laughs> more Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> or if there's s'mores Oreos. <laughs> Some Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it'd be great for a graduation, a wedding, a birthday party, whatever. Yeah. Um. Or even maybe like when we hit 100 followers or something. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about that. We launched. Officially. Now, 
Um, as far as everybody else knows, we started this in July of 2023. But the mm-hmm. fact is, we started this in January of 2023. And maybe, I don't know, for a landmark episode, number 10, 100, I don't know. We'll show you footy from the earlier episodes. Uh, yeah, we launched, and um, our third episode has 100 views. Yay. I mean, that's pretty good. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will get this platform uh, on uh, let's see, we will get this podcast on other platforms other than YouTube. I promise that's coming. Mm-hmm. We've already got the RSS feed set up. The thing is, I'm a little slow. <laughs> and, um, it just takes time. There's yeah. a lot to do with it. and We've you been know, there's busy. There's a lot of research. Yeah, and we've been busy. Yeah, in fact, uh, let's talk about why we've been busy. You've got a brand new listing. I do, yeah. Yeah. On Bellarive Avenue. It's very. It's a great house. It's like in the middle of the Idaho Falls Country Club. You, uh-huh. you look and it's unobstructed views and you know mm-hmm. it's always going to be unobstructed because of the line of sight. Yes. And what can be built behind it. Uh, nothing. Yeah, because it's a two lot house. And they have two lots. <clears throat> yeah, they're like their front yard. Their their house and their front yard is one lot. Behind it is the second lot, which is so smart too. Because then yeah. you have the option to sell it off if you want to, but you don't have to. And the trees are all mature, so they block out everything. They've got irrigation in the garden, so it's great for a family if they um you know want to grow their own food and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Con- contact <clears throat> us if you want to uh, go see the home. It is a listing by Carly Morgan at mm-hmm. Keller Williams Realty East Idaho. I'm Mike Nelson, and I'm a member of Windstar Referral Company, Inc. Okay, we haven't gotten to what I feel is the big news, um, even though it's not the meat of our podcast, but like we'd be remiss if we didn't do it in the first 20 minutes. Lori Valoday Bell. I'm so glad that she got She's gonna life burn sentences. In. Or not consecutive. Um, yeah, not consecutive. concurrent, but... Yeah. Consecutive. Yeah. Meaning that she's got to serve one after the other. Yeah. So if by some weird reason she gets off on one or, you know, mm-hmm. parole good behavior, she'll never breathe free air ever again. No. Which I think is maybe less than appropriate for a monster of her nature. I am a little surprised she didn't get the death penalty. Yeah, me too. You know? I mean, especially considering... It's Idaho, and we do have it. Yeah, you know, and I don't. Did think we we're... forget about that? Yeah, as an option. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering what it was about that case that made people choose not to go that route. I'm kind of wondering if they really do think that maybe she is kind of crazy. You know, even though she's culpable, yeah. she can still be a little nuts. Yeah, you know. So her sentencing was this week. There was much rejoicing. It was so hard. We watched the three and a half hours. It was so hard to hear those victim impact statements, but I oh. wanted to hear it. I wanted to do the work. I wanted to feel the feelings. Mm-hmm. And it was also so hard to hear Lori Vallow Daybell. Oh my gosh, she's what, so dumb. Also, what, give her testimony? Yeah. This isn't a sacrament meeting, lady. Well, and it felt like it was all excuses, too. Yeah. You know, and not even. No one understands why I killed my kids. Then just tell us. Tell us, Lori. Yeah. Make right. us understand. Like, if you really think that there's a good reason, tell us the reason. And the country's attention has been turned to Idaho, I would say, too many times in the last few years uh, with the mm-hmm. uh, Moscow murders. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Moscow Four, Brian Koberger. That's his name. Thank mm-hmm. you. And then the missing Dior Coons from a few years ago. We still don't know more about that, right? No, no, not yet. I have a feeling that eventually that's going to get solved. I I hope so. 
I think they have more information than they're than they're letting us know. Mm-hmm. Um, just because realistically, like that's what they have to do. They're probably just waiting for some linchpin to, you know, really help them have charges stick or something. Right. I hope you that. Know? I hope that's the case. Me too. But it was nice to see this one resolved, and not even. Re- I mean, resolved to a point. Now she goes to Arizona, right? Yeah. Already extradited and facing new charges. Mm-hmm. And then the Daybell dude, Chad, he's a total Chad. You know, I am a he's little surprised that too. she didn't turn on him more. I'm surprised, too. I really thought that she was going to... Chuck him under the bus. Yeah, I mean, she's... Because they were two peas clearly, in a, peas well, in a she's pod. she's clearly so selfish. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. she is number one all the time. So I think she must have at least kind of really bought into what he was doing, but... Yeah, I'm just I'm shocked that she didn't immediately turn around and blame him. Like she got pissed when her uh when the defense team was basically sort of pinning it to him yeah. more than, you know, her. Love and delusion is a funny thing, yeah. isn't it? Wow. Wild. Yeah. So I'm glad. But anyway, I have a feeling though that he's definitely going to chuck her under the bus. So I mean, especially cuz his kids still believe him when he's like saying that he's innocent and stuff. Wild. So, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just one follow-up from last week. I think you mentioned Factory 43 or alluded to it somehow. Yeah, I said Factory 21 because okay. I think I was thinking of Forever 21. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually of Factory 43. Yeah. Okay, Factory 43. <laughs> but it sounds like just a fascinating concept. It sounds like these people, whoever they are, have spent a ton of money mm-hmm. buying expensive equipment so that hobbyists who don't want to or can't afford the equipment can come and use it. Which is brilliant, too. And honestly, I think it's actually kind of good for the manufacturers of the equipment, too, because that way the people can try them out before they buy them. Yeah. And maybe it'll be something where they're like, okay, I can finally justify this investment because I see how much I use it. And is it, like, I imagine they would have a lathe. Like, like they'd yes. have a woodworking shop. Yes. So they've got a couple of different ones. And apparently this is a nonprofit community workshop, which is pretty cool. Would they have, like, a 3D printer? As a matter of fact, it looks like they do. <gasps> no yeah. way. So they've got a resin-based printer. They've got a uh, 3V2 FDM printer. I don't really know. What oh, that yeah, that's a great one. Okay. That's a good one to have. Yeah, is it? <laughs> yeah, the 3V2 or the R396. R2D2 printer. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, but yeah, they've I'm got um, lasers. They've got fabrication tools. They've got sewing equipment. Like oh, They've got yeah. a, a little bit of everything, it looks like. Which makes sense, too, because, like, there are certain machines that you can't do everything on. Like, they have a serger sewing machine, which is nice for, like, if you're doing formals and hems and stuff like that. Is a serger different than a regular sewing? It makes a different kind of stitch, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds fabulous. And if we can just find a CAD program and I can get up to speed on it, we can make uh, Mike and Carl bobbleheads or something. I love that. Let's make a (laughs) Rango bobblehead. Yeah. So last week we talked about some of the things that are going out. Now I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that are coming in. Um, On my way to your house, there's a building I've been passing for months now uh, that I was sure was going to be a car dealership. Uh It's not. Um, It's going to be a Romaine's. It's the brand new Romaine's. And it's massive. It's near the corner of First and Hit. And I would say that uh, they are long overdue for a brand new store. They are. It's been a long time. I would love a new jingle, Romaine's. Because I don't know how old that one, Romaine's, Romaine's, it's catchy. It is. Let's just get a redo on that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's put some, well, that kind of thinking, though, is what gets you a 40-year-old jingle on the radio. 
Yeah, but, <laughs> but also sometimes they redo a jingle and then it's so much worse than the original. Right, you that's know? true. Like if they come out with a hip hop version of Romaine's Romaine's, I'm going to lose it. Well, but what, okay, McDonald's has done it somehow. Mm-hmm. They've gone from you deserve a break today to ba-da-da-da-da. And is it true that JT not only sung that but wrote it as well? I have no idea. Was that on the food, the food that built America? I don't know. I missed that part. And that's sort of the Jim Gaffigan Hot Pockets bit. Who writes, who claims to have written a jingle that goes, Hot Pockets. Right. The same guys that did by Menon and ba da 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 da. Sorry, Menon's a deodorant. Yeah. Old jingles. Well, you know- to be fair, it's sort of like poetry, uh-huh. where you have to do so much with so little, because you don't want to go on and on and on and on in a jingle. You can't really write a song, but you need some recognizable notes that encapsulate the feeling of the brand. Right. Apparently, I can't pay a compliment without giving a little... Criticism? Well, and, and let's we're going to change constructive Everybody's criticism. Critic. We're going to change that to a showbiz term. Mm-hmm. I've watched enough Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've listened to enough... Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia podcast, and this is important. The Workaholics Guys podcast that definitely to makes know, you an expert. Mm-hmm. Well, to know that the term for what I'm about to give is a note. Doesn't a note mm-hmm. sound good? It does. It's a note. Mm-hmm. It's not constructive criticism. I just, hey, do you have any notes? Yeah, I've got a couple notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first of all, great move, Romaine's on the building. It looks amazing from the outside. I can't wait to see it on the inside. Mm-hmm. Update your jingle a little bit, and then you pay. You sort of do the compliment sandwich. Where you do the nice thing up front, and then <laughs> uh-huh. the note in the middle, and now we need to say something positive again there. Yeah, Romaines, you're an icon in Idaho Falls, and you deserve this brand new location. And I'm a little disappointed that you didn't call it Romaine Sofa King, because there's so many jokes there. Yes. You know, our prices are Sofa King low. <laughs> <laughs> Two more things before we get to the meat of our podcast. What if we never get to the meat? <laughs> what <if> we... <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe this is an all-filler episode. This is it. What What you going to do about it? Well, you know? <laughs> no, hang on. First of all, we're all killer, no filler. <laughs> Second of all, we t- that's the thing is we let this conversation, somebody, so the early reviews are in mm-hmm. from our support group. Yeah. And a lot of people have said, uh, I love the stream of consciousness. Yeah, it's kind of nice, I think. It feels organic because it is. Well, that, and yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That the only reason we can do this podcast is because we're for whatever reason, I've already said this maybe in one of the lost podcasts mm-hmm. that it's a sh- when I first met you, one of my first thoughts was, it's a shame I'm not doing radio anymore <laughs> because this person's a radio person. <laughs> and she doesn't know it yet. And that's what I said about like, for example, Tara at Z103. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't have any talent myself, but I recognize talent. I disagree. I think you have plenty of talent, dear. <laughs> no, no. Okay. That's very sweet. Don't make me be okay. nice to you, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just be kind. You know, I actually won the kindness award in first grade. Did you really? I really did. <laughs> and the funny thing is my cousin was in the same class as me. <laughs> And so there was this one day when I got it, and my aunt was working at the school that day, and my cousin turned to her and went, Mom, I'm kind, am I? Because we were six. Amitai, yeah. Yeah, Amitai. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like somebody in the uh, in the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Amatai. It does. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's sort of funny because that's still a story that we talk about today. <laughs> and anytime she does something, I'm like, well, that's why I won the Kindness Award and you didn't. <laughs> I did a cross promo with the Community Kindness Movement. It was started by a lady who was at that time in Idaho Falls and now is in Boise, I think. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, who has my same last name, Melissa Nelson. You know, there are a lot of Nelsons out there. And and I just, I love their posts on, if you just want positivity and a lot of yellow, mm-hmm. Community Kindness Group on Instagram. I mean, you like a lot of yellow. I do. I'm <laughs> sort of rocking the yellow today. Yeah. By the way, any t-shirt I'm wearing usually on this pod can be purchased at tetontshirts.com. It's, you know, Idaho Falls-centric stuff if you're into that sort of thing. And if you have like family, relatives, friends visiting Idaho and are like, oh man, I didn't get the shirt. If, mm-hmm. if for whatever reason they didn't get a shirt, check out Teton T-shirts first mm-hmm. and see if we've got something for you. There are so many people that I've directed over there because they're always like, hey, do you have any like local teas and stuff like that? And I'm like, no, not here. But you know where you should try. Well, yeah. and I got to tell you, it's not it's it's a sort of hashtag. If you know, you know. Right. Sort yeah, of it's thing. A little like, bit of an inside joke. What's exactly. Yeah. What's saving center? If you know, you know. If you grew up here and drove by what is now the Ribbon Chop House. Well, you know what it is. <laughs> what yeah. it is, is IFAF. It is IFAF. <laughs> Should we give ourselves the award this time around? Yeah, you know what? Sure, we didn't have one planned. Yeah, I think we deserve it. <laughs> Teton T-shirts is IFAF. Okay. We're two people who want to, you know, talk about Idaho Falls every week. I think that's very IFAF. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Another thing that's IFAF is now 105.1, and you know I'm a little biased because my buddy Brad runs it, mm-hmm. and but he only plays new music. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear, I know REO Speedwagon was just in town. I don't want to hear that. Their four songs belong in the 80s. <sighs> I'm we, not going to hate you know, on them. We'll, they served their purpose. We'll agree to disagree. 40 <laughs> years ago. I'm going to love you forever. <laughs> Look, it's fun. It's nostalgic. People love that. Speaking of now 105.1 and summer songs, last week we talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Mischief (laughs) movies. No. Um, This week, I just want to touch on summer songs real quick. Usually, there's a song of the summer. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of like how Barbie is the movie of the summer. Right, exactly. And you remember uh, the most recent song of the summer, I mean, there was... Uh, Iggy Azalea Fancy. Mm-hmm. There was Firework um, by Katy Perry. Katie, yeah, now we're going way back. Way um, back. <laughs> do you remember that song by Pitbull for was it Men in Black Four or something? And it was like back in time, and he sampled. Oh, vaguely. A song, and and it just the bam 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 bam. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh huh. I and, remember that one. Yeah, like there's no summer song this year. Oh, I just okay. First off, yet. And I think I know oh, what. Yet it's August. <laughs> I know, I know, but I think I know what it's gonna be. Hmm. I think it's gonna be "I'm Just Ken" from Barbie. <laughs> it's already on the Billboard's list. Okay, like it's there. Okay, so maybe, like, okay, I yeah. remember when Frozen came out, mm-hmm. and Idina Menzel "Let It Go" uh-huh. went way up the chart. Oh, like, way up. It was so weird. And then uh, we don't talk about Bruno too. We yeah, it was so weird listening uh-huh. to a top forty station, and then they would play a Disney song. Yeah, like yeah. a piano orchestral based. Uh huh. You know, Belter from the one and only Idina. <laughs> yeah, it was just. But right. that's but that's what top forty is. That's what pop music is. Is mm-hmm. popular. Yeah. What's popular? Okay, then play it. 
Right. You know, I did top 40 for a number of years, mm-hmm. and it was sometimes- Long enough to know. <laughs> sometimes I just shook my head and went, add. <laughs> if I that's mean, what the people want. That's the thing. It's not about what you like. It's about what everyone likes. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'll go way back. Yeah. Faith No More Epic. Do you remember that one? What? Is this oh. what is the you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. want it okay, all, but you. you can't have it. Yeah, uh-huh. That was just such a weird song. It was super weird. And we're like, at we we all sort of looked at each other like, are we, you know, mm. it's it, it wasn't quite the situation where we both had to turn the keys. It wasn't a nuclear bomb situation, <laughs> but like we had to have everybody you, on board you going, I guess You at least had to make so. eye contact while you grinned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, yeah, man, it's happening. Just go with it. Yeah, you can't stop it. Yeah. You can't stop the beat. You can't. Can't stop stop the beat. Oh, Um, see, I was going hairspray. Oh, you were? Okay, okay. (laughs) You can't stop the beat. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that uh, that's the reference I made, because just today, you and I were talking about the uh, lighthouse thing. Mm -hmm. Do you want to introduce that a little? Oh, yeah. Apparently, the news, the headline I saw and didn't do any more investigation or digging into was, the United States government is giving away free lighthouses if you'll live there. Um, because everybody's got GPS these days, and there's, right. there is no more getting dashed against the rocks. Yes, yeah. And you turned to me, of course, and you were like, would you live in a lighthouse? And I was like, heck yeah, I'd live in a lighthouse. I was specifically made to live in a lighthouse, okay? I love smoking from a pipe. I love sweaters. I love seafood. I was meant to be a, a little sea captain <laughs> who had settled into a lighthouse and was just a surly old gentleman who would tell the youngins about his stories of the sea. Well, and, but, you and, know, and I was born now and... As I am. And thanks to Assassin's Creed and then the, the internet <laughs> phenomenon the phenomenon later, you have um you you know at least one pirate shanty. Oh yeah. Soon will the Leatherman come and bring us sugar and rum. Yeah. Yeah. That's Leatherman? Weatherman? I don't I just know the beat. Sweater man? The sweater man. Yep, that's me. The sweater man. Yeah. You I love a be... good, I love a good sweater. And I've actually <laughs> seen you smoke a pipe. You yeah. would be all you're missing really is the ginger beard. Oh, and honey, that's only because I shave. <laughs> 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 Kidding. No, but you know, I, I maintain. You need to go to lunchbox wax. <laughs> you know, they do do faces there. Do they? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. There there are some women out there who need it, you know. I would be happy if and I men. never sh- well yeah, mm-hmm. if I could never shave again, oh, I'd be happy. I think you look better with a little stubble. So the reason we started talking about music in the first place <laughs> and then ended up on sea shanties somehow, lighthouses. <laughs> oh, okay. You were well, making a I, point. Yeah, because I did the joke of you can't stop the beat. And basically I said like, yeah, I'd absolutely live in a lighthouse so long as I have a huge collection of musicals and a DVD player. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I would want streaming at least. You know, that would be the ideal, yeah. but I would settle for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Because in any situation, there's what's ideal. Yeah. And what you'll settle for. I'm one of the very few people out there with a Broadway HD subscription. I don't know if there's a song of the summer yet, but I think my personal mm-hmm. song of the summer is Flo Rida. And I don't even know what the name of the song is because I don't have to know. Mm-hmm. I used to have to know. Now I don't. It's the one where he samples December 1963, Oh, What a Night. Oh, Oh, What a Night. December uh-huh. back in. I think mine might be. I wonder the... if he says 93 now. Oh, maybe. Huh. But mine might be um, Megan Trainer. I Am Your Mother, or Mother, or whatever it is. I mean, that okay, that was my jam in the winter. Was it the winter that it came out? I thought it was like I remember early it snowing, spring. but anything that samples um, 
I almost okay, said you remember, Enter Sandman, Mr. Sandman. Say, <laughs> you remember it snowing. Uh, that could have been spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have been three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so Flo Rida, the song that samples December 1963. It's such a disgusting song. In that, <laughs> in that anybody could have done it, but he did. The balls it takes to use a hook mm-hmm. of a song that everybody dances to at weddings. Right. Like, it's at this point, it's cliche. It was almost brave of him to sample that song. He might as well have done Cotton Eye Joe. Or, or something, <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah. tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Yeah. One half of a person will get that reference. <laughs> Tony Orlando and Don. <sighs> Anywho, yeah, that song kills it for me. Obviously, Taylor Swift karma is was sort of in the running for me, but Taylor Swift gets karma as much as Alanis Morissette gets irony. You know, no, 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 I get it. no, Taylor karma. And, and look, Taylor's great. I love her. And a few notes. <laughs> Taylor's been writing music for sixteen-year-old girls since she was twelve, uh-huh. and now that she's thirty-three. Uh, she still writes music for 16-year-old girls. Which is why you love it. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, damn it. Why are you got to call me on this shit? <laughs> and um, karma isn't this magical thing that only applies to you and your friends, and aren't you envious that for you it's not? Taylor, you just committed the first rule of karma, which is don't na-na-na-na-na-neener-neener-neener. You can't have any. Not how karma works. And by sheer virtue of you saying that in your song, now karma's going to track you down. I mean, so kinda. relax a little bit there, Tay Tay. Mm-hmm. But I will say there have been there's been a couple of times when someone who has wronged me has had a misfortune, and I have celebrated it a little. Sure, I am no saint. <laughs> what did Mark Twain say? Um, you know, I've never wished death on anybody, but I've read several obituaries with uh, interest and joy, or something <laughs> like that. I kind of love Mark Twain. Yeah, I get it. I actually took a special class just on him in college. <laughs> did you really? I did, yeah. So when we went and visited Mark Twain's Island in Disneyland, I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. Oh, and you, you went know? down that rabbit hole. Yeah. 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 He's a neato. He is a neato. And one thing I love, speaking of Mark Twain, is anytime you see anything come across your fake book, fa- fa- <laughs> fake book, <laughs> Facebook watch feed that is... Somebody accepting the Mark Twain Award. I think they do it at the Kennedy Center in D.C. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. Um, like Adam Sandler did it. Dave Chappelle's speech huh. accepting the Mark Twain Award was amazing. Uh-huh. And Taylor Swift, back to Taylor for a minute. She's got the most amazing producer, Jack Antonoff. Now, Jack Antonoff used to be with the Bleachers, and then he was the guitarist and I believe the drummer with Fun. And then just somehow he just sort of became pals with Taylor. Taylor Swift. Which, I how could think, you not? I think he was like in a, a a side producer on 1989, but ever since then, boom, boom, boom. All those beats you're hearing is Jack Antonoff. I I would like to say that I think that if Taylor and I ran in the same circles, we'd probably be buddies. Mm-hmm. You know, she seems sure. fun, and and her love of cats, I I definitely appreciate and value. So, but nobody will beat Katy Perry's name for her cat. Kitty Purry. Kitty Purry, hilarious. So I love that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things ever. My most favorite. Wow, I can't do the word. My hey, most favorite thing ever. Anyway, I don't know if you know this about <laughs> me, but I do have a gay friend or two. And uh, one of my gay friends, his name is Gaylord. Um, and, yeah. His name's actually Gaylord? <laughs> well, no, but that's how he wanted me to refer to him on the podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so he's got because, some humor. Good. Because... 
<laughs> since we're bringing this up, he is in love with Jack Antonoff. Uh-huh. And he made some sort of joke about how he wanted to jack Jack Antonoff off. Anyway. <laughs> moving right along. How do we segue I mean, out of good this? for him. <laughs> oh, did you know that at the top of the contemporary Christian charts this week is a gal named Flamey Grant? <laughs> Flamey Grant? Flamey Grant. Now, I... I listened to Amy Grant all growing up uh-huh. and then sort of transitioned with her from Christian music to top 40 music when Baby Baby came out. Mm-hmm. And, but this guy, yeah, he goes by Flamey Grant, and I guess he had some sort of an Instagram campaign going on to get him to the top of the charts. And I listened to the song. I forget what it was called, but it's good. Oh, it's re- okay. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, wait. So is this a drag queen then? It's a drag queen. That makes sense because the punny name. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe- oh, I love that though. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually really fun. And I don't get why drag has suddenly come back into the spotlight. Like, did you mm-hmm. guys forget about Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire and right. the sisters? Drag has had a, a huge history. Yeah. You know? Did you forget about Divine from Hairspray? Yeah. Did you forget about- uh, Anything Shakespeare. Right, where Literally the men all had of to Shakespeare, Monty Python, yeah, doing Shakespeare because mm-hmm. they're British, like yeah, like Ursula was based off of Divine. That, that's what the Greeks were exactly. Yeah, yeah. Drag queens are an integral part of our history. I don't get why, and and I'm hoping and thinking that that's maybe only happening in the Deep South or only happening as a contrived issue by. Uh, politicians in their state to try to hit a hot button. You know, I kind of think that's the case. I don't think there. Nobody I know doesn't think Bugs Bunny wasn't funny when he dressed up as a woman. Well, and realistically, nobody I know. If you've never watched RuPaul's Drag Race and if you didn't enjoy it, you're a monster. Yeah, it's so fun. It's all <laughs> drama and costumes and pageantry. Like realistically, all that there is to being human is. Our creativity. Yeah. That's what separates us from the apes. That's you right. Know? And that's just an interesting perspective of creative of uh, our society of creativity. And, you know, I think it's a good way for us to reflect upon gender roles and how we treat each other based on our sexes and stuff like that. Well, and no you know? man, very good point. And no man who's had daughters um, hasn't had makeup on his face at some point. Oh yeah. Oh, I would dress up my my. I had a couple of different male cousins <laughs> that I would be like, "Okay, time to make you pretty." <laughs> I went to work in flip flops and blue toenail <laughs> polish at least once. Well, and realistically, the fact that more men don't wear nail polish is insane to me. Yeah. Because it's so useful. Especially, I've got this little, um, and I'm not trying to flip you <laughs> off, but I've well, maybe put up two fingers. I got a, a, this finger right here is, yeah. um, well, it's got a little. It's gonna oh a hangnail. It's not a hangnail. Oh, that split. It's like my nail is splitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely need some polish. See, I have really <laughs> brittle nails, so I also have to do polish on my nails, or else they break all the time, and they're really uncomfortable. Are you getting enough protein in your diet? Oh, probably not. It's... I don't take care of my body. I got you those root beer premier proteins. Yeah, I know. Rock. They're amazing. They, they're so good, and Ringo yeah. loves them. <laughs> I guarantee, almost like I know my problem is, and I think maybe your issue is, you're not getting enough protein. Oh, probably. Gotta probably. Yeah. I know. Gotta get that protein. But I you know, know I'm, that, I'm not a personal trainer. I, well, and that's the thing too. It's just so hard to care right now. <laughs> I have so many other things to deal with. My physical health, that can wait. That that can wait till it's a problem. 
Speaking of, and this isn't drag, but I just want to, we just need to pay tribute to Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens that oh, yeah. passed away this week. Mm. Oh my gosh. The best, if you want to pay tribute to him or just feel him a little bit, the best thing you could do, I think, is listen to the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend episode where he replays an old interview with Paul Rubens. It's just so heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm going to miss him. And he was so young. Another... um yeah, he Another was Sinead not very O'Connor. old. Like, come on. What How is, old was he? He was 70, so... 70, okay. That's not, you know, spring chicken, but it's not... I mean, especially with someone with his uh, money and influence, you'd think that he would live a little longer. Right. Yeah. I guess 70's pretty good. Yeah, that's you know? not bad. Oh, by the way, did you know that the Spirit Halloween in Pocatello is open already? In uh, It's not... <laughs> okay. The last I knew, it was after Labor Day, they... They rolled out the Halloween stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Are it's you saying after... a month before this now? Hey, 4th of July is over. All bets are off. Well, yeah. What <laughs> What about back to school for a month? Okay, but realistically, there are no major holidays between 4th of July and October. Here's my problem with it. Here's my huge problem with it. Mm-hmm. Christmas, there's a lot of people, a lot of people who get salty saying, you can't start Christmas till after Thanksgiving. Because you can't. Thanksgiving can come as late as the 28th of November, which yeah. means Christmas doesn't even get a month. When <laughs> Halloween gets not one, uh, not two, but three, <laughs> three That's because Halloween's the best. Ha- Halloween deserves Christmas it. Christmas really- okay, is the best. Okay, but Christmas takes so much more effort. Yeah, right. Halloween. So give me three months for Christmas, not Halloween. No, that's Don't get me wrong. I love Halloween. You, you know me. You can't keep your Christmas face on that long. Your Christmas face only lasts for like three weeks. Okay. After that, it's too much. Are you no saying that? No one can do it. Because you work in the mall. You work in the Grand Teton Mall in retail? Uh, that's part of it. Because I- I'm saying it because I could listen to Christmas music way more than six weeks, four weeks out of the year. That okay, but here's the thing. Then it's stuck in your head the rest of the year. But the main thing is, okay. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring. Stop! It is the summer. It's not even Halloween yet. You may not. Lovely weather for us. I will throw my phone at you. You, you. (laughs) Mike. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. Let's look at the snow. Stop. I can't believe you did that to me. I can't believe you don't like Christmas music. I do like Christmas music at Christmas. After that, it's... I don't like Halloween in August. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna do two Sometimes quick... Mommy and Daddy yell on this <laughs> podcast, but it, it, it doesn't mean we don't like each other. Yeah. There's still yeah. a lot of respect going yeah. on. Yeah. Even if Daddy's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, prove me wrong. Okay, listen. Change first my off, mind. First off. Realistically, there's only okay. So, as someone who's had to do a lot of the emotional labor around Christmas, okay. <laughs> what do you mean emotional labor? Okay, so first off, do you remember last Christmas we hung out with my parents? Okay. I remember that last Christmas I okay, gave you stop. my heart, but the you're very gonna next make me lose my train of thought. You, okay. <laughs> All right, what I do last Christmas? Okay, so last Christmas we hung out with my family, and do you remember me opening some of my gifts? And my mom would sort of explain them and like. Your mom is the greatest gift giver of all time. Exactly. And who did all of the shopping for Christmas? My mother. (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. And that's the thing. In any couple, there's always one person who does the majority of the emotional labor of it. They put up the tree. They curate the decorations. They choose the gifts for everyone. And then there's the other partner who doesn't do that. 
who just partakes, who will help out here and there, but really, like, maybe they'll put up the lights, they'll do, they'll do some of the physical labor, but the it's the emotional labor that says, okay, well, here's where the lights should go. They do all the planning. Point you know? taken, and I get it. Yeah. And and it just for me, I'm an older dude. My buddies are older dudes. You know, one, one of course you love Christmas. One guy, of course you do, because you don't do the work for it. He brought me a present, <laughs> and his wrapping. He was moving in his uh-huh. defense. His wrapping and the was fact that he got me something. No, it was two paper plates <laughs> tied together with a <laughs> with a wire hanger that he. Had to, he just sort of, and he handed it to me, and the present, it was a book, was slipping out anyway, and he just sort of, he handed it to me like a fourth grader would hand in their art homework. Okay, okay. At that point, was... at that point, don't even wrap it. No. Just hand it to me, or go to the dollar store and buy a bag. Yes, yes, I have learned that trick. Like, you just... You 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 do go and at least get the bag and apparently the tissue paper that you put in the bag on I top mean, of ideally. the present is important too. Yeah, because that makes you feel like you're <laughs> opening it. Because otherwise, you're just opening a bag. Right. Okay. Here's the thing: Christmas does not need as long as it gets, and Halloween does. They do. They do. Because realistically, think of all of the planning for yourself that goes into Halloween. I'm not going to fight you. On and this. a lot of it is like manufacturing your own costume and stuff. There are so many people who do that now. Speaking of which, Spirit Halloween already opened in Pocatello. Yeah. They opened August 3rd at 4155 Yellowstone Avenue. And I've already seen Halloween decorations in the Dollar Tree, too. There, yes. Yeah. Here's, in fact, we were, we were at the Dollar Tree. This is the one in between um, Home Depot and Goodwill. Right off Holmes. Yes, uh-huh. That's the one. And there's the Halloween aisle. They've already got it up. Spirit Halloween already in Pocatello coming to a Bed Bath & Body Works and Beyond a Bullshit. Oh, is that where it's going to yeah, be? Yeah. Now that Bed oh. Bath & Beyond is cleared out. Yeah. You know, they always go to the most depressing building, That's, so that makes sense. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. <laughs> I love that for them. Yeah. It was Toys R Us one year. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, oh I, I, I want to go, but I also don't want to be to in To remember old... that Toys R Us is gone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right? It's, it's super sad. It's like watching your uh, mother-in-law drive off a cliff in your brand new Maserati. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. it's like mixed emotions. Yeah, it's bittersweet. <laughs> um, but I love Halloween, and I always choose my costume at least a year in advance. I was going to say, do we know what you're going to be this time around? Uh, I do, as a matter what, of fact. Do you want to <laughs> reveal that now? Yeah, I think I'm going to be, okay. well... If all goes as if all goes according to plan, uh-huh. I'll, I'm going to do Batgirl this year, and specifically, I want to do the Batgirl with the yellow boots because when I bought these boots, good there Lord. was the exact same pair in yellow, uh-huh. which I've had very few opportunities to wear. Oh, but they just were so cool, and they were on sale, and they kind of like okay. Here's another reason I should live in a, a lighthouse. Uh, they made me look like <laughs> a sexy fisherman. Oh, and I was like, this is an aesthetic I could get behind. Like- <laughs> Like high heel waiters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they, they weren't even like a shiny yellow. They were like a matte yellow, which made them look more like fishing equipment. Yeah. But they looked really good, and I was like, okay, I got to do something with these boots. I think you would make an excellent bad girl. Thank you. And I'm surprised it's not sort of Barbie themed, but you, you really have done, mm-hmm. you've played out. All Barbie possibilities, I, I believe. Have. Well, and realistically, everyone's going to go as Barbie this year. As a matter of fact, I actually had a great idea earlier today. Because ah. here's the thing. If you want to go as Barbie, like if you want to do a couple's costume and do Barbie and Ken, everyone else is going to be doing that too. Yeah, I think so. So 
How you make it unique is uh, you do drag Barbie and Ken. So the girl goes as Ken, the guy goes as Barbie. We're back on dragging. Yes, yeah. I absolutely approve of that. And I think it'd be more fun that way, too. I'm Mike Nelson, and I approve of this Halloween costume idea. That and also, <laughs> I love a jokey joke Halloween costume. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> the first Halloween that we spent together, I went as Edgar Allan Poe. You did. And it was <laughs> so funny. Hilarious. So the idea behind it was from the neck down, super sexy. Yeah. You know, it was like this billowy white shirt with a black vest, little short shorts and uh-huh. uh, fishnets and boots. And then from the top up, a man. <laughs> it was great. It was the very definition of cognitive dissonance. <laughs> Simultaneously agreeing to two conflicting ideas. Because, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> y- you had the hotness going on. <laughs> And then up top, it was like, <laughs> well, I even wore not attractive. I wore like a balding wig and everything. <laughs> I thought I looked like. Here's the thing, I definitely encapsulated that costume. To quote Miss Swan, <laughs> "You look like a man." Yeah. <laughs> was... Oh my gosh, that was such a fun year, though. Well, and how many people came up to you and said, "Okay, what are you supposed to be?" Oh, so many. And like, when I yeah, here's the thing. The one thing that would have saved that costume that I really tried to find and could not was a little raven to sit on my shoulder. Because I think if I would have had that, I think more people would have gotten it faster. Yes. But anytime I told someone, their eyes would light up and they'd go, oh, that's really funny. Edgar Allan Poe. Well, and why does every costume have to be a sexy costume now? Hmm. Sexy Santa. Well, and that's the point. That was my um, That was that was my commentary on sexy costumes. Sexy Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Clearly, it was done uh, in an ironic way, and therefore, I'm not a hoe for doing it. (laughs) No, it's yeah. You're making fun of. (laughs) Yeah, I'm making the concept of of who do that. The sexy Halloween costume. (laughs) Yeah. It was very meta. It was very great. I thought so. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I think the mustache sold it. (laughs) If you're shopping for Halloween costumes, congratulations, you weirdos you've got another extra month on top to get this going oh yeah i'm gonna have all of my stuff bought you know when i say that every year but i'm such a a procrastinator my last costume i was working on like the hour that i was supposed to be out yeah 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 Yeah, it was bad i was so late (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna do your pumpkin soup again oh i'm so excited apparently this has turned into the halloween episode i love it but Carly has an amazing recipe for soup that bakes in the pumpkin. Yeah. And you it's bake great. the whole pumpkin with the soup in it, and then you scrape out the insides. Oh, it's so good. And, you know, that's a that's a tradition that I specifically started for me and my household, and I'm very proud of it. I yeah. think it's a really nice I think, tradition. I think everybody needs one of those. Yeah. See, my mom does chili every Halloween, mm. and I don't love chili, so I think this is a great alternative. Well, and it's a, it's, it's a really great soup, and I think it's mm-hmm. just, I mean, what do you use? Like the Food Network recipe. But uh-huh. but then you always I plus it. it. Yeah. You <laughs> always plus it a little bit, like you add a little more goat cheese in it. Oh, and I measure all of that with my heart, you know? <laughs> do you remember the first year you made it, you left me, you went out <laughs> clubbing with the girls I went out to, to get your up the girls. Halloween on, uh-huh. and you left me alone <laughs> with the pumpkin soup for like two hours. It was like 20 minutes. No, it wasn't. I went to pick up the girls. It was enough time for me to cook it and k- taste it and then yeah. do that two or three times and go, you know what this needs? <laughs> and I just I just spiced it up. I think I overdid it. I think it was great. But And, and honestly, I want to say to you soup makers, and maybe you soup makers already know this, the best trick to get that soup to pop is a little bit of Lowry's seasoned salt. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's salt, but you use that instead. And here's another one that I know about, but I haven't 
Somebody said something about black garlic, and I was like, I don't know about black garlic. Order. So, of course, instead of a thing like this, it's like it's an industrial size. Instead of a small little sample bottle, because I never look at the size. Oh, of course. I don't. Which is exactly what happened with your balsamic, too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a $40 bottle. I'm like, oh, it must be huge. Nope. This one was small, (laughs) but it's so good. It's so worth it. It's like syrup. Yeah. It's like circle. (laughs) Okay. Second Roger Miller reference in one podcast. So anyway, black garlic. I So I got it. I tried it. I did a little taste test between the granulated garlic or the garlic powder and the black garlic. Black garlic is going to be really good on steak. That's oh, there. Yeah. I just revealed my secret. So see, soup secret is Lowry seasoned salt. Mm-hmm. My new steak secret that I can't wait to try is black garlic powder. Uh, that sounds amazing. You want me to make steak, some steak tomorrow? Like it tastes like steak already. Oh, yeah. I love that. Let's stake it well, up this week. And it's week. sort of like a like a truffle, right? It's, it's it doesn't have any truffle. Okay, but it's just got that darkness oh. that red meat cooked is going to have anyway. Well, I guess we're making steak tomorrow then. So I can't wait to try it. Last on our list, things that happened this past week and weekend, and then things that are coming up this week and weekend. So Ammon Days was a lot of fun. That was great. We went to that Friday night. They lit up the balloons. So they actually used to do this at Riverfest in Boise. And I think Boise's actually changed their name of that. Which I'm so mad that I missed the balloons. That's what I wanted to see the most. I did too. Yeah. They line up the balloons and then they fire them. And so the balloons light up. They're on the ground. Uh But used to, yeah. And they do it to music too, I think, or to a beat or something. That's super cool. Miss How big that. do you think the balloons are, if you were guessing? The hot, okay, so these are hot air balloons. Yeah. How big do I think they yeah. are? I don't know. Like how tall? 50 feet? Yeah, let's say how tall. 80 feet? So from like the basket to the balloon or like just the balloon? Yeah, I don't know. Big old balloon. Big old balloons. Mm-hmm. They light them up. We didn't go to that on Friday night, but we went on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Here's a little footage. You know, classic car show. The food oh, tents. Can I just say, I loved the hearses in the car show. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was super cool. And honestly, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, why don't more van lifers use hearses? Like, if you can't yeah. afford a van, get a hearse. Because there's point. already, like, you know there's enough room for someone to lay down in the back. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, can't afford a van, you can't afford a hearse. They don't mind. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> like the Barbie dream hearse we showed yes. last week. So funny. You know, I know a girl who actually drives a hearse around. Mm-hmm. And I remember I saw her. So I didn't know her at the time when I saw her, but I saw her pulling out of her house in her hearse. And she's like really gothy. And she has this like really wow. bad aim. So she's owning it. Oh, owns the hell out of it. Okay. <laughs> but she's got like this mohawk. She's got like the penciled in like really slanted eyebrows that make her look mean. Oh, I First love off, it. she's the nicest. She's yeah. such a sweetheart. And I really like her as a person. Um, but I remember watching her pull out uh, in her hearse in front of me one day, and I was like, man, she's living <laughs> her best life. Good for her. She is living her best life. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Wow. I, okay, and I know, I, maybe everybody knows somebody with a hearse. I know a guy with a hearse. Dana, I'm talking about you. He'll take it to Halloween events. You know, I love that. Always breaks it, breaks it out around Halloween. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, like, that's just such a nice moment of seeing people just, you know, following their bliss. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if yeah. a hearse is your thing, then, right. yeah. Uh, but another thing that I thought was really funny and interesting at the Ammon Days was that big gold 
um, balloon house. Oh, yeah. That on the outside said, not bouncy, not scary. Oh, and I was right. like, why do I have a feeling it's bouncy and scary on the inside? First of all, mad props to this guy, whoever he is. So he he buys this thing. It's the tallest thing there. Yeah. Like it's 30 feet. It sort of pulls you in like a homing beacon. Maybe more. Yeah. So you see it. it it's gold. It's puffy. It looks like, honestly, it looks like a P. Diddy coat from the late 90s. That's kind of the joke that, I was going to make. Oh. I was going to say it looks like something Bruno Mars would wear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, you see um, uh, whatever signs on the on the front that say, yeah, it's not scary. It's not a bounce well, house. And it's written in Sharpie, too. Like, that's so ominous. Like, at least get some vinyl made, you know? Yeah, might as well paint free candy <laughs> right. on it. <laughs> it made me think of that scene from It where it's like, Totally fine. Scary. Not scary at all. Or like, it's like scary, super scary, not scary at all. And then they go in the not scary at all they were and it's super scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was wondering, okay, there, there's got to be a reason for this to exist. So we walked in. It's the best reason for this to exist. It's a guy that's selling black light portraits. That, Which was, that they were need. so cool. Uh, they were so cool. Like, I'm sure they had a Velvet Elvis too but there were other mm-hmm. stuff in there like they had the- wonder woman they had harley quinn and joker um they had these really cool tapestries that were like i think one was the sun one was a mandala that sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. if you want yeah. like black light stuff in your room but of course he had to have that mm-hmm. because of the sun yeah you and can't show off black light in a regular booth so our hats off to you buddy whoever you are you did a great job there should we maybe give him the ifaf or should we keep it for ourselves? It was Ammon Days, so technically oh, I'm going to say no. It was Ammon AF. <laughs> it, was, it was Ammon AF, Kay. for sure. You get that one, buddy. There you go. Uh, and then the Corn Dog Factory, they had the food vendors there. Mm-hmm. We have to, I follow them on Instagram. They're amazing. They do these little things. <gasps> it's, it's the minute you hear this, you're going to say, why didn't I think of that first? <laughs> right. So they do corn dogs, of course, and mm-hmm. they do pretty good ones, too. Oh, they do. Then they have a fried baby bell. They uh-huh. take a baby bell cheese, skewer it, of course, dip it in batter, fry it, serve it to you with honey. Uh-huh. Although I did mine with honey and mustard because I love honey mustard. You're a honey mustard fiend. I am. You could, if you're a dude my size, you could eat it in one bite. Oh, yeah. You probably want to do two or three. I think I took four, but, but I, they're was amazing. Trying to, I was trying to savor it. It's such a shame and so unfair that fried se- that fried food season and swimsuit season are the same season. Yeah. How do they expect us to do that? That's so like, right. that's just mean. <laughs> it, it's not very fair. You can't win. Ammon Days was fun and cool. They were going to launch the balloons again on Sunday morning, but I think it was too windy. And oh. then they, actually Saturday morning, I saw a hot air balloon that had landed because you know they can't control their direction. They can only control their altitude. And you do that by performing a burn where you go. Really? Bleh. Well, yeah. Well, think know, about it. There's no rudders on these things. I kind of assumed that you could point the flame a certain way and help point the hot air. Uh, uh. I, Guess who's never been in a hot air balloon? This gal. <laughs> so, so I was, and I actually have a story about that. Um, uh, here's the th- two things I know about hot air balloons: is you can't change the direction; you can only change the altitude. And then our pilot, so this was at the Teton balloon, the the Driggs. I know it happens, I just don't know what it's called. But they do balloon races or something. How do you race if you can't control a direction? Yeah, I don't know. You try to catch a current or something? 
I don't know if they have like depth finders like fishing boats do where you yeah, – there's did, current how finders. How did anyone and, use hot air balloons as an actual form of travel The, in the world day? will never know. <laughs> we could Google it. It's a complete it. <laughs> mystery and we don't have any of the information. Yeah, anyway, maybe we'll uh, follow up on that next week. <laughs> our pilot got saucy and he's like, hey, I'm going to bounce in this field here. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know what you're doing. This is my first time. Knock yourself out, buddy. We hit the field, and instead of bouncing, we dragged. We got dragged across. Well, it was recently flood irrigated. Uh Uh-huh. And I was on the air. I had my remote broadcast equipment. (laughs) This was on Z103 in like the early 90s. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I also had my headphones that were, the cord dangles a little bit. So anyway, it got caught in between the basket and the field and dragged my ass like, I don't know, 50 yards, and um, because it was recently flood irrigated, we were wet, we were dirty, and we were bitten by a ton of mosquitoes. Wait, wait, wait. When you say it dragged you, like, were you in the basket still? We were in the basket, yeah. Okay, okay, He was just going to do a little bounce. Yeah. But for whatever reason, we sort of went sideways, and the whole situation went sideways thereafter. Oh, no. But if you're a hot air balloon virgin, at the end, they give you a glass of champagne. And they, nice. I don't know, they christen you. I don't know, they like throw it on you or whatever. But ah. they, they, they shake it up and, psh, yeah, it's like a thing. Sounds like a pleasant experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so another thing that happened this week: the War Bonnet Roundup Rodeo. Yes, is that what it, right? The, it's Idaho's oldest, oldest and most beloved rodeo. As a personality on 96.1 and 102.1 on The Wolf, I would expect nothing less <laughs> oh, from yeah. you than you having that information. <laughs> well, and realistically, I have had to say that for a whole week at least. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's sort of ingrained now. Um, but they did some really neat events. what they do? Uh, so for one, they did a um, domestic violence awareness night. So everyone wore purple for that. Oh, cool. Um, and then they also did a breast cancer awareness night. So everyone wore pink. Um, they did mutton busting, which... Mutton busting? <laughs> Realistically, I don't really know what it means, but I'm pretty sure that it's like kids riding around sheep, which is hilarious too that if you think sounds, about it. Yeah, I'm I'm there. I'm I mean, I would sold. watch that. Yeah, that's so funny watching little kids get you know knocked around by sheep. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can watch kids get knocked around by sheep all day. Right? <laughs> we sound terrible. No, but no, it's, it's my fun. Kids are well, and I think the kids, I think the kids have fun, so it's fine. But oh, I also yeah. got to meet Warbonnet Roundup royalty. Did you? This year, I met the queen and the princess when I was doing a remote with the Snake River Animal Shelter. So cool. They were sweet as pie. Right. Yeah, great organization. Yeah. I love, love, love the Snake River Animal Shelter. Me too. You know what you did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're really, I mean, it's a great shelter. Lots of sweet pets there. If I could, if my apartment would allow even a single critter more, <laughs> I would have gone home with one. Because there were a couple that were pulling my heartstrings. My, yeah. There was this one cat that had at least seven toes. Oh, stop. He had more beans than a can of Pintos. Have you seen the one on the internet with the four ears? He's got oh, these I have seen cute him. little tiny ones up front and the regular size ones I in love the back. him so much. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. He's so cute. He looks like, uh, I don't know, something from the Stitch family. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're like a really sweet little Lovecraftian critter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, not quite like, Cthulhu. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Like on the opposite, side, uh, the opposite side of the spectrum to Cthulhu. And I just want to say I've only watched the first two episodes of Lovecraft Country on Max, but damn, Jordan Peele, you my man. Wait, isn't it Lovecraft County? County, country, something. Yeah. 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 Lovecraft location. <laughs> I just love Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. He's, he did, uh, well, he did Get Out. He did Nope. 
Oh yeah. Which yeah, I didn't think was as good. I haven't seen Nope yet. I think he's, he's but we trying saw to M. The, Night Shyamalan that. Well, or... and we saw the set for Nope when we were at the Universal Studios backlot tour. We did. Which was super cool. Yeah, the little town that they have in Nope. If you've seen yeah. the movie, they've got a little tourist trap ghost town redone. And mm-hmm. come to find out, it was just a set in the Hollywood Hills in Burbank in yeah. Universal Studios. To be honest, I haven't gone to a lot of rodeos. I think I've seen rodeo activity before. I've seen yeah. cow roping in person. And I stuff, think I've but... been to like one rodeo. That's why I was so sad I couldn't go to this one. But, you know, with work and everything, I just couldn't get the time off. The The only rodeo I've been to on purpose was mm-hmm. the drive in Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was there, I had to buy something. Mm-hmm. So I found one of the cheapest things I could find, and it was a $200 perfume. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's that Velvet Roses one. Yeah. You got to wait cheap. <laughs> I, <laughs> realistically, kind of. Yeah, I actually bought that, and I bought an Yves Saint Laurent dress from the, uh, it was the luxury thrift store, and that one was actually cheaper. It was only like a hundred bucks. Luxury? There's a luxury thrift store on Rodeo Drive? Well, it's just off of it, I think, technically. But it's called like- Yes, because Rodeo wouldn't allow that sort of thing. I think it's called What Goes Around. Okay. Um, But yeah, they're actually kind of um, semi-famous, but they had like Chanel handbags, and they had all kinds of like- uh, Yves Saint Laurent and Dolce & Gabbana clothes. Almost all of it was out of my price range. I bought something that was like on the clearance rack of the thrift store and it was still three digits, you know? S- speaking <laughs> of establishments that have puns in their name, like Bob's Burger does every episode. Oh, yeah! Isn't there a cake place coming to Idaho Falls or Am and Nothing Bunt the Cake or something like that? Nothing Bunt Cake. Nothing Bunt Cake. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. I think they just opened. We gotta go. I know. We, we do. We gotta go. We do. Yeah. You know, I'm having major FOMO. I can't decide if I'm more excited for this or for Che. I think that's what we've decided it's pronounced We're calling as. it Che. That's what we're yeah. sticking with. Yeah. I mean, that's the... The, the Brazilian... Yeah, the Brazilian grill. Meat. There you go. <laughs> How did I... Okay, whatever. Oh, did it do the high voice We're again? We're still working out the kinks, yeah. Why? Why did it do high and not low? You're supposed to do low. What the hell, man? <laughs> it's so f***ing funny to listen to swear words <laughs> when you sound like an elf. Wow, we are um, such professionals. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> We're profesh. We're profesh AF. <laughs> okay, so War Bonnet Roundup, Ammon Days. Yeah. That uh, happened. It was fun coming up this weekend. Uh, there's the duck races. The duck races. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've never done it, it's worth the 20 bucks for a couple of ducks. Or uh, I've never gone. 25 bucks for the quack pack, huh. whatever, the, the six quack, whatever. Um, and, you know, I've never won, mm-hmm. but it's kind of fun to watch the little duckies and who's floating down and, yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. You know, I've actually never gone to it, ever. Let's go. Because, okay, so they, they make a whole day of it. Mm-hmm. Two days? Or at least one day. Mm-hmm. The day they, the, I think the Ducks, they launch at four, so you got to get there before then. R- the Idaho Falls Rotary, who puts this on, has a booth where you can buy a duck, I'm pretty sure, up till launch. Although, I think one year, they completely sold out of Ducks. So oh, really? So, contact your local Rotarian today. To make sure you get yours. What if you bring your own duck? <laughs> I don't think that works. Although, you could probably toss it in with the others. Yeah. Like, make it Who's purple or blue. You? Like, yeah, just chuck it. Yeah. But it's a fun deal. Lots of prizes. The community gets in on it. And then you're if you're thinking, what does the Rotary do? 
They do beautification projects like the green belt in between Pancarry and Broadway Bridges. Oh. That's all them. All those flowers and the, the way that's laid out I want out to be part stuff. of the Rotary Club. Yeah. They oh do cool gosh. stuff. As soon as I can quit my day job, I'm joining the... I'm joining the Rotary Club. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to be the most rotariest of rotors. One of my seven friends named Steve is a Rotarian, so I'll really? introduce you. And okay. yeah, we'll go to one of their, is it Tuesday or Wednesday lunches? They always have a good speaker. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. I like that. So that's a, duck races are a great cause, and I think you can win a Kia. Ooh. So they do all that, and then they also put on the Roaring Youth Jam at the same time. Yeah. Like, there's like a, I don't know, Battle of the Bands, but that's, I think, going on across the river. Mm-hmm. They do the duck races on the Shiloh, the West Bank side of the river. Oh, and gotcha. And then the, I believe I have this right, the Roaring Youth Jam and like Art Walk and all sorts of other fun stuff. Ooh, I love an Art Walk. On the other side of the river. Yeah. Oh, that's rad. Maybe you can get something for your, you have a wall I do. I have a gallery place. wall in my house where gallery I like wall. to buy local artwork. Um, I try to get some anywhere I go. Sometimes it ends up just being a postcard, which is a bummer. Um, I like to try to find actual artwork. Yeah. You know? Which... Artwork sized artwork. Yeah. At least exactly. eight and a half by 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got quite a few really neat pieces up there. Um, I've got some that friends have made me. I've got uh, I've got a Disneyland caricature. Would you... Yes, our Disneyland caricature that yeah. we have. All right. The other thing happening this week. Or at least on my list. I think you have a different one. I do. My list is, I've missed it like every year for the last three years, uh-huh. which I think is as long as they've been doing it. <clears throat> Wild Adventure Corn Maze, <gasps> which you don't think about until October. Of course. Which is funny because we were just talking about Halloween a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of fun then when they have the corn maze. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beforehand, they have the Sunflower Festival. Which we tried to go to last year and we kept forgetting. We kept forgetting. So it's now. It's like right now. Yeah. It's August 7th through the 27th or something like that. Don't quote me. Mm-hmm. But I've already got our tickets. Which is so great. So we're totally going. Taking a couple friends. It'll be a fun time. And they say, like, hit them up on Facebook, Wild Adventure Corn Maze, and then look at their Sunflower Festival posts. Mm-hmm. I think the best time to go, of course, is in the morning or the evening. Mm-hmm. Sunrise, sunset. That's yeah, when you're going to get, your... get great pictures. Yeah, your great photos. Yeah, I'm going to have to choose a really good outfit for this. I'm going to have to look through my stuff. Honestly, what I'm wearing might be good. It might be, yeah. Yeah. Good contrast. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Don't you have a sun sunflower dress? I have a couple, Do but you? so one I have, my mom actually owned in the 90s, <laughs> and I haven't finished uh, altering it, so that's out the window. But I have one that's exactly sunflower yellow. It's the one that I wore for our character, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, be... I, yeah, and I thought to myself, huh, maybe I should wear this. But maybe that's too much yellow. I don't know. Remember earlier we were talking about the community kindness movement? Yeah. They've got these yellow and black t-shirts that would be perfect for that. And oh, it's that'd be cute. Like kindness begins with me or something something really oh, cool anyway. That's nice. Yeah, so I'll wear that. I love that. That's exciting. You have something else on yes. your list. Too. And this is something I really want to go to, but I'm not sure I can get work off for it because, you know, retail weekends, mm-hmm. that's how it goes. <laughs> um, but it's the Zoo Idaho uh, Zoo f- or Ice Cream Zoofari. Okay. Which I love ice cream. Oh, yeah. And isn't there a zoo brew coming up at the Idaho Falls yes. Zoo, too? Yeah. There so. is. There is. And first off, Anything with critters, sign me up, okay? I've already got our next Bat Night tickets. Oh, Bat Night at the Idaho Falls Zoo. Uh-huh. That was fun. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that next pot, I think. Okay. Uh, but anyway. Do I have to sit through the lecture again? 
It wasn't that boring, but I, I just kind of got ADD a little bit and just wanted to go shoot the birds. That's fair. That's fair. Yes, How we about, will have to, but... During the lecture, I'll go out and scout. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Because the bats are mostly out at dusk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to get out there a lot sooner this time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got to get the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I love that. I love anything with critters. And I love ice cream. Ever since I was tiny. I remember one day I stayed home from school. I was like seven. And I ate at least half of a gallon. Like we had the big tub of ice cream. It was mm-hmm. the uh, the creamsicle flavor, the orange with the vanilla. And I ate at least half of that container while watching Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It was the best day of my life. <laughs> I've been the chasing kind of, that high ever since. <laughs> I'm the guy who will at 930 at night say, hey, let's go get some Reed's Dairy. Right. And then we'll show up thinking we're the only ones with that idea. The line will be out the door. I'm Always. talking about the, the east side location uh-huh. that's off the gas station and the Jiffy Lube. <laughs> yeah. 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 Such a shame. Although that little hankering did lend or uh, did lead us to Cold Stone the other day. Yes, it did. Where we had the Barbie ice cream that rocked so much. What were the crunchy sparkles in that? Were they graham cracker crust or were there additional... Barbie glitter sparkle crunchies. So there were sprinkles too. Yeah. But mainly it was the graham cracker crust. And that was so good. You got that. And then I got some sort of weird. I was feeling. I'm not usually oh, yeah, earthy flavored. Oh, yeah. You got flavored. a weird flavor. You got some. Um, I'm usually bubblegum and cotton candy. That's yeah. what I am. Yeah. But I got this oatmeal ice cream mixed with sweet cream. Oatmeal with cookie batter. That's what it was. Caramel ribbon. Oh, it was good. I showed unusual restraint, and I was rewarded. I composed a symphonic flavor. I was, you know, when by the time Beethoven wrote his Ninth Symphony, which is considered one of the best of all time, mm-hmm. perhaps the only one on top of Beethoven's Fifth, so like he like, you know, beat himself. Mm-hmm. He was completely deaf. Yeah. But as he wrote the notes, he could hear the music, mm-hmm. and I think a good chef can sometimes. As he's cooking, can taste the dish yeah. just by adding and knowing what everything tastes like. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Call well, me yeah. the Beethoven of Cold Stone. It's so funny that you went with the Beethoven analogy because I would have absolutely gone with the Michael Jackson analogy. Oh? Yeah. So apparently there was a court case, I think, where um, he was talking about how he composed one of his songs and he broke it down into each individual instrument and how they would sound individually. And then together, and it was sort of incredible watching him work. I believe that because yeah. I've I've watched a couple of making of Thriller docs, mm-hmm. uh, Quincy Jones document, Quincy Jones documentaries. And did yeah. you know the guy that produced Michael Jackson's Thriller is the same guy that wrote the Austin Powers theme song? That's actually a song called Soul Bossa Nova that he composed like in the '60s. Oh, cool! And Austin Power made it popular in the late '90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny that we're mentioning that again. But you're right. <laughs> right, Austin Powers? <laughs> yeah. Last so many week throwbacks. Was yeah, so many throwbacks. Um, and callbacks and, yeah. Yeah. Smackbacks, talkbacks, clapbacks. But I know you're right because Michael, I don't think, could read or write music. But he could go into a studio and say, okay, it's going to go boom, 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 boom. And then it... Yeah. And or whatever. Right, right. He, he would. He would have it all in his head and give it to the musicians in their part. Right. Amazing. Yeah. It, it's pretty incredible watching someone who understands their craft well 
Network. So, without a lot of fanfare or further ado, we once again end this podcast. Because we apparently don't know how to work our craft very well. <laughs> we just abroad. Okay, yeah. we're done. Okay, That's bye. it. That's all we had. That's all <laughs> we had in mind. That's all we're gonna do. All right. Well, it's been a great chatting. I'm Carly Morgan, and be kind to your community. I'm Mike Nelson, and the Flamey Grant song you want is, I believe, titled "Good Day." Oh, nice. That and maybe Bible Belt Baby. Oh, cute. I love that. That sounds like fun. Did I ever tell you my stepdad was from the Bible Belt? Yes. Mobile, Mobile Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah. He'd be rolling over in his grave right now, if he were dead, which he's not. Mm-hmm. So he's probably rolling over in bed right now, listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, probably like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Mike, why'd you have to bring that up? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad.